Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week by Donny. How are you, Donny? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Peter? Not too bad. So this is the first of our World Cup feature pods. So World Cup starts Sunday. It is coming thick and fast. There's going to be lots of football on the TV. Uh, potentially four games a day for the first couple of days and down to three games a day. So we are not breaking to steal a phrase from Ange. We're we another stop. Podcast coming now. Don't even shake it head there. Uh, we're hey, going to cut lost today. Why are we not talking about that? I've been talking about that, Rangers losing not, enough. Not that kind of <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, so, what we're going to do is we're going to play two games officially. We're playing the FIFA game, which is the official one, and we're going to play the Sky game, which is the one league win 10 grand. We'll set up leagues. You'll see leagues up, tweet them out. We will tweet them again over the space of the week and probably one last push on Sunday. Funnily enough, I couldn't see on map many members we've got. I won't let you update. I don't know if you can check online, but I'll maybe check that later. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You can take on me, Tom and Donny. So we are going to talk about FIFA game first. But I thought we'd miss if not mention about Scottish fantasy news first before we go in, because I said sun dropped the day on there. The double game week's not as big anymore. So yeah. Smith and Hearts now have a single game week. They have moved to game to January. So that'll be a double game week down the line for them. So Embiid's WordPress wildcard, like myself. I suppose it makes it a wee bit easier now because there's less to pick from us. We have looked at it, so I've not looked at it. I'll look at it nearer the time, but now I know I've, there's two less teams I need to worry about. Right, Donny, we'll start with the FIFA game. In we go. Okay, so it's it's film, familiar like a lot of other fantasy games, so I'm going to run through the, the general rules, the chips and boosters, um, and then the, the main point scoring. Um, system. So you build a team, 100 million, 15 players, standard football formations. You have to have minimum of three defenders, minimum two midfielders, and a minimum one forward, uh, three per nation. And then that changes as you get to the, the final rounds. And you'll be able to have more. So it's similar to the UCL or the Euros, if you've played that in the past, whereby you can choose a captain per day. So it gives you the ability to spread your chances. Um, there are some issues with the wording of that phrase, but I think we all seem to be in agreement now, and I'll, I'll discuss that when I get to the captaincy bit. If you do change your captain uh, during the course of a match day, then the previous captain, his points just reverse. So it's almost like a stick or twist um, situation. Subs are similar to UCL. You can bring in a sub for a player who's already played, um, and that player... Um, then gets the new points. The player that's been subbed, um, you obviously lose those points. So you can take some risks with the early games. If they don't work out, you can then hopefully replace them with 
somebody coming off your bench. So my approach would be to pick your four, your 11 best players and then four punts um, that play early in the game week. And that way you can sub them out if they don't haul. So like say Ecuador, you could take a risk on an Ecuador defender. If they get a clean sheet, um, you can keep them in. If they don't, then you'll have a backup um, defender that you can put in place. So it's quite good in that way. Um, so you plan out the fixtures, make sure you've got enough wiggle room. Um, Argentina and Brazil play more towards the end of match days, whereas Holland and England play at the start of match days. So by having good players over the course of the week, um, you should um, have, a, have a good squad and point scoring. Um, there is no cash involved in this game, but it does say within the rules that every team registered has a chance of winning two tickets to the World Cup final. So you might want to keep your calendar free if you fancy a trip to Dubai. How's um, that work when the game's still on? The... <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I suppose they'll just draw, draw a deadline, see who's entered and do, maybe, a, do a raffle there. So, yeah, Dubai in uh, December. Uh, something to look forward to. So chips and boosters, um, some of these are what you're familiar with, but there is um, some ones that you'll need to get your head around. So the wild card, unlimited transfers within the, the game week. So obviously we're starting off on a wild card because you'll be able to pick your team. Um, and then there's another wild card into round 16. Um, from round 16 onwards, the amount of transfers that you get increases because obviously there's less teams involved. So it probably makes sense to use your wild card within um, the first set of matches, um, one, two, and three. Um, my tactic, I think I'm going to use my wild card in game week two um, because that's the one that's probably got the toughest fixtures. Um, Spain play Germany, France play Denmark. Um, so you can wild card around that. And then by game week three, you'd go back to your um a better team from there, but two, two or three would be the common so sense you speak, approach. Do you mean three hats? You wild card, but that would be your same team. If you wild card, yeah, yes, right. yeah, no. If you wild cards game two or three, and um, to navigate around those right. um, fixtures, um, would be my um, best advice there. So a new chip, um, as far as I'm concerned, is called Twelfth Man. So you'll have your team as it is, and then you can pick one additional player without any restrictions on cost or nation. Um, to be added into your team to play as a 12th man. So you want to start match day one with Messi, Neymar, and um, come on, he's gone numb there with strikers. Mbappe. Mbappe. <laughs> uh, you could have Kane um, as the 12th man and, and really go for it that way. You can't captain the 12th man, um, but it's just an additional player that you can bring in. So again, probably the group stages is the best time to do that. The final chip is the power captain. Um, so this allows you to get double points from whoever scores the most points in your squad. Um, and they will automatically be assigned a captain. So I presume that's on top of your normal captain. So you'll effectively get two captains. Um, you won't be able to reverse the booster once it's been confirmed. Uh, and it remains active till the end of the current max day. For me, it makes sense to hold on to this one till the later rounds because of the way that you'll be able to change your captain daily in the groups you'll almost have four or five shots at captaincy um, within each match day. So if you hold on to your power captain in the later rounds, um, you, you might score big there. So it's, they're all interesting ones to um, work your head around. According to the rules, it says a chip stroke booster can only be used once and multiple boosters cannot be used at the same time. So from so that, like I'm guessing you can't wild card and 12th man. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you would just have to plan out 
um, what you're doing there. Game week one does have a lot of juicy fixtures. That is one that you might want to target for 12th man. Um, but again, if you're using your wild card for match day three, for example, that's got Holland, Qatar, you wouldn't be able to use your um, power captain in that game week. Um, so points, it's pretty standard for um, most of the fantasy games. You've got your appearance points, your clean sheet points. Um, in terms of keepers, um, the first goal conceded is zero points. Each goal after that is minus one. So if you've got a team that really gets spanked, um, it's it's just going to mount up, mount up. Um, goal scored, nine points. I'm not sure you're going to get anything from there. Penalty save, three, and then every three saves, plus one. Um, so just some usual stuff there. Same with your defenders. You've got your appearance points, your clean sheet points, and seven points for a goal. Midfielders get clean sheet points, goal scoring points. Uh, they get points for every three tackles. Again, your midfield generals um, might do well there. And for every two key passes, um, it's plus one. So again, somebody's on a set piece and they cross the ball in and it leads to a goal. That might be classed as a key pass as well as your assists. So just keep all those things in mind. Your forwards is five points for a goal and for every two shots on target, they get a point as well. So again, it's pretty standard scoring system. The game weeks, and this will probably be the same for the, the Sky game, uh, the match days are split up into the group stages uh, match day one, match day two, match day three. So that's also the round robin. Then going out to the knockout stages, um, right through to the third, fourth playoff, and then the final itself. So seven uh, different stages um, in which you'll be able to make changes. Uh, in terms of the stage changes itself, so we've got unlimited changes um, up until the start of the tournament. Before the start of match day two, you'll get two free transfers. Before the start of match day three, Three, you'll get two, three transfers. So unless you're wildcarding, you're going to be on two transfers. Each additional transfer is minus three. So it's a huge hit um, if you did have to squeeze one. Um, we're used to minus four, uh, obviously, in the Scottish games. So that's not too bad. Once it gets to the knockout stages, you'll then be on a wildcard again. And then it goes from four transfers, five transfers, and six to the final. So even if you do get a team that goes out that you weren't expecting, you probably have enough transfers to to work around it um, as far as that's concerned. So that's the overview of the official game. As I say, it kind of looks and feels like games we've played in the past. If you play UCL, it's familiar. The Euros, I think, was um, a similar type of setup. Um, and it's this kind of game that I like. Um, I know Peter's going to talk about the Sky game, which seems to have a bit more to it. I kind of like this one because it looks and feels um, very much what you're used to. Anything to add to that, Peter? No, that was good. Uh, I, I like, uh, it is quite similar, it's the easiest game again, that's why it's probably the most played game and it's, you can probably take it a bit more casually because, like you said, I think they've been quite kind with the price of the players, you can get a lot yeah. of hitters on this, we mentioned this couple <coughs> of the FPL game where they want a lot of casuals to play, so they're trying to get you to get as many hitters as you can in the team, without making it too obvious, but then on the the skill will be in doing your research and getting the kind of cheaper players who might yeah. return well. Uh, also, you notice there was the goalkeeper, the points for the minus goals. And that. I think you need to have a decent yeah. goalkeeper in this game. You can't go cheap. So yeah. it, could back, it could come back and haunt you if you go for, for example, if you had two goalkeepers for, say, Chinese at 4 million and you went, oh, I'll put both of them in and say they take a spanking, that could cost you. So you need to think about that one. Definitely. So do you want to go through 
we'll stay on this game and we'll, we'll stick with this game. Do you want to go through players to a target, teams to target, or players you've got? Or um, well, I think players to watch. It might be similar for both games, so maybe just leave that one. Right, I'll just go with the rules of the Sky game. Yeah, if you go through the Sky game and then we can right, look okay. at players and fixtures. So as long as this is slightly different than the other game, this is well, you can still play it casual if you want. I, I would say if you play this game more casually, you will fall behind. You need to be more on the ball with the Sky game. But there's money involved, so that's kind of thing. So I'm trying to think what they do straight away. There isn't a squad in this game. It's 11 players, so you don't need to worry about building a squad. The only thing you need to worry about here is having 11 players that's going to be playing. Again, the deadline is... The, the match day so every week you'll have well, every game day sorry and you every game day is every day you can change it so like the Qatar Ecuador you'll see the full teams you can take a punt the next day for example put this up England play early kickoff so this is all similar with stuff with early team news it'll be England Iran early team news the Tuesday Argentina Saudi Arabia that's your other team news Wednesday Morocco Ghana Morocco Croatia and Thursday, Switzerland, Cameron, maybe not so exciting. And the reason I'm saying early team news, and you're like, why should that matter? Is because even if you've got 11 players, you get three in the in week transfers, which covers the full first round of games in the group. So you can use the three transfers and you keep the points of players already played. So that's a slight different thing. There is no Sky game. So, for example, people who will probably have a team set up with this same game, maybe have two or three Brazilians in the team right now. You don't need to do that. You can have. I've just talked off my head, even talked off board. You have Kane and Messi in your team. And once they play, you can go from Kane to Neymar, for example, as you're one of your three in-game transfers. The only thing on the other side of that is, for your next game week, you'll be starting with Neymar rather than Kane. So you wouldn't want to go straight back to him. You need to, so you need to kind of a wee bit more planning this way and how the fixtures fall. I think we've all agreed fixtures look good for England, Argentina, and Holland's the three standout three is at three is it the top of the tickers into it so far? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say so. So playing that game, I would do it like that. You would fill me with two or three, two players for each of the team, and you can think of transfers out. Now there's a captain every day, and obviously the first day there is the Ecuador and Qatar game. So my advice would be still have a player on that team. Don't max out your transfer money. And that way you can play one play, have a point, capture them, you've got double points. I think the general consensus is Ecuador's a favourite, so I think people are going to go for an Ecuador player. If it doesn't work out, you can take an Ecuador player to somewhere else. Now, again, this is somewhat different for FPLs. You don't need to transfer a defender to a defender as long as it fits in with the fixture. So if you started with a 4 4 2, which seems the most, the easiest one to kind of navigate from, you could go 4 4 2 3, 3 5 2, or, 3, or 4 3 3, depending on the transfer. So, for example, what I have planned is because you get the team news is I'm going to start a Ecuador player, don't know it, midfielder, defender, haven't quite decided yet, even a striker. But once I see the England team news, I will be moving the player on England team. So I won't have three England players on my team to start off with. I may only have two, but one transfer kind of planned out with money in the bank. Uh, but you still get the points for the Ecuador player, is that yes, right? Yes, so... If you do your transfers properly, you'll have 14 players a week. Yeah, so it's so, not like the FIFA, the, the official one. If your Ecuador player doesn't get a clean sheet and then you're going to change them, those points just get dropped. Yeah, you, don't, that's you don't hold on them. But it's okay. the Champions League one. This one is, it doesn't matter. So you don't even worry about going, if Kane get a hat trick, but you really want to bring in Neymar, for example. So, right, you've got them banked. You can just change it. So 
But all, the only thing I need to get across is that you will have Neymar for the next game week going forward, who all yeah. play, who I believe plays on the last game day every week. Yeah. So you've got you're in danger, for example, we get to game week three, resolve quite the qualified, Neymar could be arrested. So you need to work it that way. Uh, any other questions, Donny, about for I get at the rules? Or just... No, no, I think that's the one that will need the most attention um, because you're going to be doing it daily. I think the other one you can you can have at the start of the week and just check it. Because I'm trying to again. think, you go into game week two and then Wales is the Iran Israeli team news. So, yeah. for example, Wales are the United States. If you fancied Bale, we don't want to have him, you don't want to have him in the first game, you can have him for the second game week. And like every other day on the Monday, Brazil play the last day on game week three. Brazil play the last day. So you really need to make sure that you're getting a Brazilian player that's nailed or yeah. you're, on the, you're on the risk of bringing a player in and then you don't get any points from and you've wasted a transfer. So pretty much like the way you said build your squad for the FIFA game is not the same way as you said pick 11 best players with four points. I would be picking players, maybe eight or nine players who play heavily in the first two round of games. Then you have your players. I mean, you know that Neymar's fit, he's probably he's going to be playing. If Messi's fit, he's going to be playing. First two game weeks anyway. Game week three more in up there because we qualified, but that's just where you need to work it and then build your squad from that. Now, the rules are pretty much, uh, they're similar to FIFA, it's FIFA, similar to FPL, Scottish game, FIFA. Start level it's pretty much the same thing. Goal scored, def- defender at seven points in this game, between the six, five points. That's all running all stuff. None of that makes any difference. The only thing that's different would be is your, your tiers. You get in this game. So, keeper gets three saves points, two points. Four tackles for all gets two points. 60 completed passes gets two points. Two shots on target gets two points. And tier two, another five in top pack gets three points. Five total tackles gets three points. 70 completed passes gets three points. And three shots on target gets three points. So, again, we always talk about games where the defensive midfielders or centre backs aren't really worth investing unless they're an attacking threat. In this game, I mean, mentioned Donny off pod was, for example, Declan Rice, what it sticks out in my head, Declan Rice against Iran will probably pass the ball about midfield for fun. If he can keep a clean sheet and he can do over 70 passes, which I think he could do, you could have a six point return for Declan Rice straight away. If he scores a goal, you could have a double double figure point off him, and he's one of the cheapest assets in the mid- English midfield, and he's probably one of the most nailed on English team. I listened to the Planet FPL pod, and they were talking about Foden being the most highly owned English player and the fifth overall in the game, but he's not even guaranteed to play for England team. I think it's people just going by the recency bias, where it's Gareth Southgate kind of does favour Sterling. But again, second day of the tournament, you've all got the other team news anyway, so you all see it. So if you, if you start your team with Foden, if you see the team news at nine o'clock before it kicks off at ten, you can shift your player to somebody else and lock it in. And again, I'd built my team stupidly think you had to have a player every week to cap every day to captain. You don't need to worry about that because you can make the transfer in and then captain them. For example, it says Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, pick a captain. And it says Thursday, you have no captain available in this match. You can also change that as the days go on. So it does sound a bit more complicated, but I think it's the double captain thing. And again, it's all a couple of games a day. It's not like a full FPL lineup where it's 10 games and you've got to kind of worry. Just... It's three games, four games a day tops. After the first four days, it goes to three games a day. Easy to manage. The one thing I think it will be, uh, you need to make sure you don't get drunk this Friday night, is the last group game is Friday. The last, the last 16 game starts on Saturday. 
So you're going to have your wild card or overhaul, whatever it's called, to rehang your team again before it kicks off on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. So you know the fixtures by then, you know who to pick by then, but you need to be ank again some forward plan who you want to bring in the last 16. And that is... Anything else you want to know the rules? Is that pretty much colour than you think you need? No, it's definitely. That, that, that helps. Um, I'm just trying to work out in my head what's the best way to do it because if you want uh, Neymar and Messi, you're almost better just leaving them in your team because they pl- because they always play last. If you just keep them in your team and almost chop and change with those at the start of the tournament, well, the, way they, the, way they were talk- way the way they were talking online was don't look at your starting 11, look at the like, 11 scape at the end of your game week and then build back the way. That's only good for the, the first game week once you get into the game week. Two, yeah, but then that's how you need you're to stuck. Plan. You, you need can't to plan go back. Yeah. Um, so if you stick, if, yeah, it's difficult. There's going to be key players that you want to have in there without wanting to change. Messi plays a, Messi plays a, Messi plays a Wednesday. He plays the day before, so he's not too bad. Yeah. It's, a, it's who's plays in the last? It's, I'm going to, who, who plays in the last? That'll be Brazil. Brazil. Yes. Brazil, so it's Portugal. going to be Brazil and Portugal, the two stand, standout teams that will be playing on the last day. So any players you would go and fight, you're taking a risk with. You just hope that the class shines through and the players play and that's it. But again, that's what happened. But you get to the point where you get to that last day and the players you've already picked in have done quite well, but then you just get to take a punt anyway. So you're not really lost now because I'm sure the majority of the game will be putting numbers on players coming in. They're the favourites for a reason, so I think that's the way it's going to work around. Right. Will we go back to players to target, teams to target, or...? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've made a list. It's not extensive. It's obviously a World Cup. There's a lot of nations that we don't um, know inside out. So I've got a short list by position. Um, just want me to run through that and we can yeah, go, talk go. about each one. Two position at a time, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for goalkeepers, I've just highlighted three goalkeepers um, that we can think about. So the first one was Dominguez for Ecuador, 4.5 million. The fixtures are Qatar, Holland, Senegal. For me, that's your, your first, in terms of the official game, and that's your first bench fodder keeper. Chuck him in. If he keeps a clean sheet, great. If not, you move to your proper goalie, um, as it were. So you might catch a clean sheet off the Qatar and Senegal games. Holland, probably not, but at 4.5 million, it's, it's worth a punt. We then move on to Diego Costa at Portugal. He's a good UCL goalkeeper. He's had a couple of penalty saves this season. Um their group is quite mixed, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Um, he's probably the tier below the premiums. He's five million. Um, and I've got him penned in at the moment. Uh, and then the third pick would be Alison Brazil. I mean, obviously Brazil gonna go far um in this tournament. Fixture-wise, bit of a mixed bag. Serbia, Switzerland, uh, Cameroon. But if you think Brazil can go all the way, then that that would be a choice there. Anything there that stands out, or you got any other picks that you want well, to? My two keepers set up for both games right now is uh, Courteous. Is that you say his name? Courtois? Courtois? Courtois, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was thinking, pretty much someone is, he's pretty much nailed. I expect him to go quite far. As well as you, you mentioned the, the points coming off on loss and goals, I think he'd want that in. For the other game, the Sky game, he is, I've got Courteous in the room. I like the idea that I could work with the keeper. I don't know why it would be a pencil and transfer for goalkeepers. I'm just going to have yeah. a strong keeper in that game and stick with it. Yeah. Uh, I, what I would mention before, I was just going to have a cheap in there. 
this, it'll work in the FIFA game because you can play him first, like you said. Yes. It doesn't work. You can bench him. It doesn't work in the Sky game. The Sky game, you have a keeper that's nailed and good chance of clean sheets. Spain, for example, would make work. GM, all the, your big hitters, they're your group favourites. If one of your keepers yeah. is going to quote five, wouldn't matter. Again, it's only three games, and then you get a well. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Cool. So we'll move on to Defenders. Um, so first name on the list and it's probably the first guy that I've picked in, in my team is Denzel Dumfries from Holland uh, 6 million, Senegal, Ecuador, Qatar anyone who played the Euros game will recognise this name straight away he was an absolute gem of a player plays in a wing back role for Holland um, who's probably got the easiest group um, out of all the other nations I guess the only worry here is he will have a high ownership um, because people know that he's such a standout but for me um, he is a decent player. I then got Brazil defence. You've got Thiago Silva or Marquinhos. Um, that's six million and five point five million. Again, probably two of the most guaranteed picks in the Brazil defence. Um, Joao Cancelo, again an FPL favourite. Portugal um, fixtures against Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. You know, defensive returns, attacking returns. Um, it's always a good shout. Um, I've got England next uh, I think you could probably go for either or both of these Trippier and Shaw and they're both 5 million fixtures are Iran, USA and Wales I think Trippier's also had a good season under Newcastle um, mm. and he's probably better suited to the way England play than Trent um, and as for Shaw I think he plays well for England he's just one of these players that does well for his international team. Oh, he's talked um, about a form recently as well. Yeah. They offer value as much as it 
annoys me to say it. They probably will go far in the tournament. Um, so there's decent decent choices there. Um, Pavard is a um, French defender, five million. Seems to be the cheapest way into the French defence. Um, just watch out. They played Denmark um, in match day two. Which moves me on to the next player, another Euro favourite, Joachim Mahaili, I think he's called. Mm-hmm. Um, 4.5 million. He was another one that stood out in the Euros. Um, so they are in the group of France, but it's worth noting that Denmark beat France twice in the recent Nations League. Um, so there will be a dark horse um, as far as the tournament goes. And the last one is Estupina. Uh, hopefully I pronounced that right, the Brighton guy. Again, that's an Ecuador, four and a half million. It's, your, it's one of your punts that you can take um, in the early match days. See if you get a clean sheet. If not, you, you, you chop them out. Um, then move on to Matty Cash um, for Poland. A good Polish name there. <laughs> four million. Uh, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Argentina. Again, for that price, you'll get good value in the first two games. Argentina, again. You know, they might rest a few players by then, but they'll have a good chance in that group. And then I've wrote down a name. I think it's called Ali Maul for Tunisia, 3.5 million. This guy is just somebody you would bring in if you're really short of cash and you're just wanting to fill a spot and use the money elsewhere because Tunisia is in a group with France, Australia, Denmark, and I don't think you're going to get much clean sheets there. But there's a lot of value in defence. There's a lot of attacking returns in defence. Um, these are the types of players that you can captain before you then get to your messes and your Neymars. You can take a risk, and if they score or get some assists, you can get some big points. So, defense is quite an interesting one, and certainly in the official game, um, there's reasonable value. Yep, you missed out one as well. I think it was three point five. It's entirely touted as Borna Sosa for Croatia. But will he start? Because they played well, a game last night and he wasn't. Well, that was the one. Feature. That was the one. The flying ointment. Up until last night, everybody was saying he was an old left back. He's it said he's took Barisic's place, but then he didn't play last night. So yeah. again, I don't know. He's in Adam the now, but if, if it goes forward that he's not going to be playing, then obviously he switched to the other Tunisian boy. I think the players you mentioned there, Donny, I have got Joachim Myler, and that's who you say his name. Yeah, yeah. Born a Sosa right now, which could easily become that other player. Matty Cash, Pervis Estepian, but he is in he basically for the, the first day captain. Yeah. If he doesn't want, he can move that them makes because sense. he's going to be high loaned, I guess, from people who will go, I'm running for the FPL, I'll pick him. If they, yeah. get a, if they get a clean sheet, then brilliant, he stays. And if not, then he can switch to somebody else. But I do fancy Ecuador's chances the first day, so I'm, I'm quite happy. There are quite a lot of cheap assets in this game defensively, so what should put you? money elsewhere, which I think is by design again by the makers of the game, so they keep the casuals happy and get their big hitters in further up the field. Yep. Okay, so we'll move on to midfielders. Again, we're spoiled for choice with some of the world-class midfielders that um, we have at the moment, but the ones that I've highlighted, De Bruyne, Belgium, 11 million, Canada, Morocco, Croatia, again, genuine world-class player, got good teammates around him, um, pedigree second to none, you know, Definitely worth um, a spot in a lot of teams. Uh, the next one is Sani for Germany, 9 million. Japan, Spain, Costa Rica. There is another guy that I've spotted today for Germany, um, but I forget his name, Peter. You'll probably uh, know the one that I'm talking about. Um, but Germany, for me, they come into the tournament with quite a low profile, but when World Cups come around, Germany tend to be there or thereabouts, and they usually go far. 
Um, they've got Spain in match day two, but again, you can kind of work around that. Um, but there's, you know, I wouldn't not have a German player in my team um, just because they know how to navigate World Cups. Uh, next, we've got Steven Bergwin. I'm sure that's a mispronunciation, but the Dutch midfielder, mm-hmm. uh, 7 million. Um, he's having a good season um, for your Ajax. Um, and he plays almost as a second striker for Holland. So definitely value uh, for him. Then move on to Ericsson for Denmark, 8 million. Tunisia, France and Australia. Again, another guy that always plays well for his international team. He takes penalties as well. Um, so there's definitely value there. Uh, somebody I rate quite highly, um, and this is for England, is Jude Bellingham. Um, I don't think he's played a lot in Southgate's team, mm-hmm. um, but I, I fancy this guy to have a good tournament. Um, if you've ever seen Dortmund play, um, he really is a standout for them. Um, so he's 7.5 million um, if you fancy a punt there. But midfield, there's, there's loads of guys that you can go for. Um, I've certainly missed a, f- a few names out there, but um, uh, certainly a, a good position that you can pick from. Anything there that I've missed? Or Just what, was, it, was it Kimmich, the German midfielder? Uh, I don't know if it actually is. Uh, Arnabry. You said you'd missed one, so I wonder if it was that the one you were talking about. Uh, Jamal, what's his last name? Musilia. Oh, he's young, he's young came through by Munich. Yes, eight million. Right, um, midfield. Apparently, he's got a decent record. So he's only eight million, so Sammy was nine million. Uh, who you mentioned there, I've already had like, De Bruyne. I think De Bruyne's the most highest old player in the game. So, yeah. again, you might go from uh, that kind of point of view. It might be the miss. You don't have any team you could fall behind if he goes nuts the first couple of games. Yeah. I've, right now, I've got Zelensky from Napoli, who you'll know too well. <laughs> first two fixers half decent, mate. It's go Saudi Arabia out there, Argentina. But again, I don't. it depends what kind of Poland turns up. They can be hit and miss. Uh, Kimmich's the one I've got made for from Germany right now I, again I agree with you I think you need to have a German in there they've got quite a decent squad I think so oh, again it'll be closer to the time who's getting nailed yeah Berwin I've got it in as well and Andrea Skovals from Denmark again, yeah I, I quite fancy Denmark so I'm going to be putting on him uh, was I going to say that I missed something out what you said I'll come back to me. Just oh, you, oh, the Croatian game. I was looking. You said it didn't start. So yeah, upon looking at the squad, it looked like a, a mishmash of players. So obviously yeah. Barisic started, but there was no Modric came off. No thing is that young guy. I said so. I think come off the bench. So I don't know what that means. Until yeah, match day one. So it was like a, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help. Doesn't help any matters at all. It wasn't like a full strength team. It wasn't a B team. It was like a mix. I don't know if it's getting players fitness up. I've no idea. You won't see the Croatia team news, so I might be yeah. avoid come off him. Unless the manager says something beforehand, but I don't think so. And as we said, as we watched closely, Barisic's been not bad form. Maybe he's got himself back in yeah. the first choice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Croatia do. Obviously, they got to the final in the last World Cup, so um, they certainly know what to do in a World Cup. Okay, so we'll move on to forwards. This is where all the big money is going to be spent. Um, some recognisable names um, on this list. So I'll just run through. Uh, Messi, Argentina. Uh, he's 10.5 million in the official game. Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Don't need to tell you about him. Mbappe for France, 11.5 million. Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. Again, if you want the main man for France, then Mbappe is your choice. And Neymar, Brazil, 10.5 million. Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon, 
don't need to talk about him. So some other strikers that you might want to go for, we've got Kane for England, um, Iran, USA, Wales. Kane was the top goal scorer in the last World Cup. Um, decent decent fixture match day one. Um, USA and Wales as well. You know, should go far in the tournament. He's on penalties and he's got a good international record. So um, certainly one that you might want to go for there. The man of the moment, Cristiano, um, 10 million in the official game, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea, out of favour, pretty much everybody goes at the moment, but if you fancy a punt on him, um, feel free, I think I will avoid it. He'll be nailed, he'll be played, he'll be nailed, he'll pretty much run oh, the he'll team. certainly play, he'll be the captain, is he not? Yes, I guess. I think Portugal is one of those teams that could just be at the end of the cycle um, and not make it out of the groups, you know, Ghana, Uruguay, Competitive South Korea are no more. I think that's a tough group. I think it's a really tough group for them. So they could either go really well or they could not make out of the groups, um, similar to um, how France did um, a couple of World Cups ago. Uh, then my last pick was the pie for Holland. Again, you're trying to target the easier group um, Senegal, Ecuador, and Qatar. Um, so decent fixtures there. Um, in terms of your forward. So those are going to be the main ones that people are thinking of. There's probably gems outside of that, um, but that's that's how I've kind of geared my team is, is towards those strikers. Anything there? Yeah. Yep. Right now I've got the three front up is Kane, Messi and Memphis Depay, but that could all change at the time. You look at kind of squad structure and stuff like that. But there is that many decent strikers and varied options. That there won't be two teams the same. It's just whether you're lucky and whether the foreign players or big hitters turn up. Yeah. Do you want to talk about squad for the Sky game now? Any else after that? Um, no. Um, in terms of fixtures, uh, let me just bring it back up. Uh, fixture, fixture, fixtures. So as I say, the World Cup starts on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the, the three match days that we've discussed, all the group stages. I mean, match day one, the first round of games to me is the standout week. Yeah, um, to target because you've got Ecuador, Qatar, England, Iran, Argentina, Saudi Arabia. France, Australia, Germany, Japan, Spain, Costa Rica, Belgium, Canada, Uruguay, South Korea. So there's some fantastic fixtures there. If you then move on to game week two or match day two, I went through it all. And the only one that really stood out to me was Croatia, Canada, because that's the game week where you've got um, France playing uh, Denmark. You've got Germany playing Spain. So the big teams kind of play each other, Portugal, Uruguay. So match day two is a bit of a stinker. Yeah, the, they've all filmed the same day. They're, yeah. They're, they're, and then you move on. That creation game for that, I don't think Canada's going to be any mugs. I think they're going to be a better team for make out. I don't think they're going to be world beaters, but I just think they won't be button boys. Uh, we'll wait and see, we'll wait and see. But, uh, and then match day three. Cut this audio. <laughs> <laughs> match day three, probably one of the fixtures that people will be looking for is Holland, Qatar. You've got Spain, Germany. Uh, Spain, Japan. Germany, Costa Rica. Brazil, Cameroon. So again, you need to see the state of the groups um, to see how those fixtures lie. Teams might need win. You know, with Spain playing Germany in match day two, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't get a good start, then they'll certainly need wins out of their last game week. Holland might have already qualified, so that could be a bit of a stinker. But match day one has got great fixtures. Match day two, not so much. Match day three has got good fixtures, but if teams have already qualified, you're not going to know. So that was just on the, on the fixture side of things. Um uh, as far as that's concerned. Yep, and with these games as well, it's hard to claim rank after the group stage. It seems to be the more. So yeah. you need to try to start off a flyer. 
to keep yourself yeah. in that because it's obviously as it, as it progresses and the rounds get this team pick gets more there's going to be a lot of teams similar looking huddled together so unless you're going to take kind of crazy captaincy punt stuff like that then you don't know I, I remember this last time it was me Tom and Gunnar and we were all ranked rotten at the <laughs> It wasn't the, was it was the Euros? Was it the Euros 2021, 2020? Euros was behind closed over. Yeah. Last year, yeah, it was nice. So last we year. played that. We done podcasts last year on that. And I think the highest, highest, I think I won it with the highest rank was 250k out of a million people. So we're nowhere near it. We were yeah. well off it with our picks. It's hard something. It's hard. It pulls you straight to bang, don't bang. You mentioned players are obviously, it's slightly different in the Sky game. You kind of kind of, you do get more points for different players. So I'm pretty sure if you had the same 11 in both games, you'd have totally very different ranks. So yeah. you, need, you need to attack them completely different. Obviously, different rules in the, the transfer as well and the changing players. I mean, just as a quick example, I want to bring up in that game round one is you mentioned England and blah, 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 and you're going to finish up on, you could finish up on the Portugal, Brazil. And then game week three, England and Wales probably that's probably England's toughest game Wales would you say America it, it will be well Wales won't want to lose to England because um, it's a home nation but at the same time USA won't want to lose to England um, so it's probably a harder group than it looks but England should have enough uh, on paper I saw a TikTok saying that England have got the most expensive team at the World Cup over a billion pounds um, in their squad so they right. should be going far that's just by design of the Premier League, but that's really not yeah, anything to do with it. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Right. Is that us anything else, Dad? Um, just um, uh, bookies odds, if you're into that kind right, of thing. Go for it. Um, to win the tournament, they fancy Brazil, 4-1. to one. Argentina, 11-2. France, 6-1. to one. So that's probably not a surprise. That's, you know, we could have guessed that. They do rate England um, after that, but I suppose that's just bias. Spain, Germany, who could or could not be a dark horse. And then you're into your usual Belgium, Holland, Portugal, Denmark, Croatia. Uruguay are 40 to 1, which is quite a big price um, for a team that have been to the semi-finals in recent years. Top goal scorers, they've got Kane. Um, Kane at 7 to 1, Mbappe at 8 to 1, Benzema at 10 to 1. Now, we didn't even mention Benzema um, in any of that, but obviously he is a threat. Somebody else who also could be a threat is Griezmann because Nkunku's out, um, so he's probably going to play all those games. Messi's 10 to 1, Ronaldo's 12 to 1, Neymar, Lukaku, so again, all your usual names there. So that's you know, that thinking it would be similar to most managers and how they approach the game, the teams that are going to go far, the players that are going to do well. So that's just some additional info if you want to side to the bookies. Okay, who's actually want it? Sure. Well, I've said to you before, Brazil, um, and that's probably just historic that I've grown up in Brazil have always been dubbed as this greatest team in the world. It's been 20 years since they last won it, so they're probably due a win. They are the glamour team, um, and I hope they do do well. Um, and I think, like I said, Denmark could go far. <sighs> yeah, Brazil. I mean, Brazil-Argentina would be the one that everyone wants, but um, we'll wait and see. Yourself, well, I, I filled the worksheet out last night, done it, and I, I took Argentina. I just walked through it as well. I think I'll be Argentina. Did they get to a final recently? A couple of times, have I been to see them in a final? Did France? Uh, Germany beat them in the final. Germany beat them 1 0. I mean, that's the one. But I think, 
I've just got a funny feeling it could be the Messi show this year. It could be his kind of oh, last chance, I suppose. Swan song at a national game. The team does look a lot tighter. I've read that also World Soccer magazine, and they seem to think that they've got less superstars, but more of a team cohesive. Yes. So that might suit them better this year. The coach seems to be has came to the youths up, and he seems to be watch with the players. So never know. There's always dark courses. I do. I have said before. I fancy Denmark to go quite deep. Mm-hmm. I think they could be decent. Apart from that, there's going to be a shock here or there. I mean, I don't see really any of the African teams. I mean, I'm not saying the goal were good, but they're missing missing Manny. Make it back to game yeah. three, or he's definitely missing the first game. So they could bout the time he starts playing. Exactly. As for the Asian teams, like Australia, I mean, it's pretty much half a sitting on and Hearts their team and a couple of slippers in there. I just don't think they're going to be really much. Yeah. Japan. I'm interested in Japan just because. <laughs> I know I'm biased because if they left it for a hash, but what? And left it at that as a Celtic fan, but I might see the midfield because they must be absolutely dynamite. And who they got? Well, the they've got game? Spain and Germany, so it's a tough ask. It's a tough ask. But yeah, I'm looking forward. To, uh, obviously, I work. You'll be you've the benefit of watching all four games from your office. Yeah, and, the old working from home is going to. So I'll be set, setting alarms to make sure the captain and team using because I'm going to see yeah. that. So apart from that's good. So we will keep. This will replace the normal pod on the Tuesday up until the World Cup finishes. And I think me and Donnie will look in probably most Thursdays if we can make it to kind yeah. of give you an update through the week. And we'll just take it for there. So again, yep, if, you if you haven't joined the leagues, join the leagues. We'll retweet them. Obviously, I'll give another tweet, another uh, plug for the FFS Royal Rumble. We start when we come back to the Scottish game. So that's all. We're over 30 people doing it. So we're getting along with them nicely. And I'll also take care of that as the weeks go on. But... That's us in, Donny. So, yep. Good luck, folks. See, so remember, get your team. It's four o'clock. Four o'clock deadline will be because obviously you're right up to deadline to pick a team. Is that right? The FIFA game's right up to deadline, or have you got to do it earlier before? Uh, no, I believe it is. I've not seen this, not so. Um, I think it is. You can get check it. I think it is. So I'm sure you're up to four o'clock to get your team set up for the rest of the week. So we'll be back next week. So again, thanks for listening. Enjoy the World Cup. Enjoy the leagues we're in, and we'll see you down the road. Bye now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.